Hi there, I'm Nicole Gilbert, and you've joined the Stop Scrolling, Start Sewing podcast. Are you new to sewing and want to start quilting but have no idea where to begin? Each Wednesday, join me as I share the ins and outs of that quilt life. If you don't have a sewing machine, have no idea how much fabric you need, or you're just trying to figure out where the heck to stick that bobbin, this is the podcast for you. Hey guys, Nicole here, and welcome to episode 42 of the Stop Scrolling, Start Sewing podcast. In today's episode, I'm touching base with one of my quilty goals, which was joining a sew-along, and I'll be updating you on my progress, how I chose the sew-alongs I belong to, and what you can expect when you choose one for yourself. But first, a quick announcement. Over the course of several classes of the Modern Quilters Academy, I've done a bonus masterclass all about color theory, and the feedback has been overwhelming. My students love it, which made me think maybe I should just host one of those for you who haven't yet gotten the opportunity to participate. So head on over to themodernquiltercircle.com slash color theory to register today. The spots will fill fast. Okay, guys, let's get sewing. So first, let's start with a quilty goal update. So my quilty goals were to master a new technique, English paper piecing. I have not mastered it yet, but I'm on my way and I am so jazzed about it. Holy moly. If you're not familiar with English paper piecing, uh, head back two episodes. I believe it's episode 39, so themodernquiltercircle.com slash episode dash 39, and you can uh, catch up with that. That's where I break down like all of the English paper piecing things, but I'm obsessed, y'all. I can't even. It's great. Anyway, back to what I was actually talking about, which is sew-alongs. Another thing that I put on my quilty bucket list for 2021 was to join a sew-along. And as you all know, I never do things in half measures, so I joined three of them. I know, I know. So basically, I kicked my quilty goals butt because I did not one but three. Two of them are still actively ongoing. And as a matter of fact, the third one, I kind of jumped the gun a little bit, so I ended up I'm almost finished. I'm actually looking at my design wall right now, and it is covered with the blocks, and I just have to sew it all together. And I think technically today was day one, the day that I'm recording this. So um, a little ahead of, of the game, and that's kind of something I'll talk about once we get to talking about what you should look for and figure out when you're choosing a sew along, and I will get there in a little bit. Um But yeah, so two of them are ongoing and I'm in the midst of, and one of them I jumped the gun. Either way, I joined three and I'm super proud of myself because I'm actually sticking to them um, in various degrees of success. The reason why I say various degrees of success is that one of the sew-alongs I totally just did. And so I didn't pace myself. And there's nothing wrong with not pacing yourself because it's 
super accomplishment driven and you're excited and you like it and so you do it um or you just get in a rhythm and you're like well i'm not stopping now because i got the sojo going um do you like what i did there sojo sojo mojo yeah i'm a dork anyway um so there's nothing wrong with it however and I will go a little bit deeper into this when I actually break down what exactly a solo long is. Um, part of a solo long is the community factor. And when you jump the gun and you complete it, yeah, I'm going to have an awesome quilt and I'm probably going to be done with it this week. Uh, but I also did not get any community out of it whatsoever. I mean, I'm using the hashtags on Instagram. And uh, if you want to check it out, go to Instagram.com slash Nicole Gilbert Quilts, and you can see what I'm working on, including fabric pulls and all that jazz. But um, I just didn't get the community out of it, and I'm going to be way done by the time that everybody else is, like, cutting their fabric. So I'm probably not – I technically, I would say I'm probably not even participating in this so long. So that is the uh, fail, which is a good fail to have. Uh, the other type of fail would be not starting at all, which I did not do, so I'm proud of myself. Uh, the other two, uh, that I am participating in, one, I am spot on, right on the money, keeping track, keeping pace, posting with all of the appropriate hashtags. It's, it's a beautiful day. Um, and then the third one, I am about two weeks behind. I'm about 12 hours away from being three weeks behind, if I'm being 100% honest. Um, And I don't know if it's that I just, I don't feel a huge connection with the fabric or the pattern. However, I do feel an awesome sense of accomplishment when I see those squares up, the blocks up on my design wall. So I think I'm going to keep plugging along on that. Also, I find that those blocks are really easy. Um, to make and so I don't I don't really know I'll I'll break it down a little bit more as I move forward in describing all the sew along stuff and which ones I chose so the sew along that I am crushing I am right on pace I'm obsessed with I love it is the my favorite color is moda sew along by moda fabrics featuring the bella solids line and there are five different colorways. And the way that I purchased it, you can have purchased it several different ways and you still can. So if you're interested in checking it out, we will put links to this in the show notes for this episode, uh, themodernculturecircle.com slash episode dash 42. Um, again, the sew along is called My Favorite Color is Moda. It's a really popular one. So I guarantee if you just pu- put it into the Google box, you will totally find it. It comes in five different colorways, maybe six, Um, but a a lot of color options, very different options too. Um, And they had ones in what I would call my signature colors, which are, you know, really rich, heavy jewel tones. Anybody who follows me on Instagram knows that's my jam. Um, Also a reason why I love Tula Pink, even though a lot of her designs are so out there. All of her color palettes are my jam. So uh, that's why I gravitate towards her a lot. Um, 
But anyway, so I'm using Tropical Getaway is the name of the colorway that I'm doing. Uh, so it's real, it's like emerald and sapphire and raspberry and tangerine, just real bright, rich colors, and I love it. But there's also one, I want to say it's called Trading Post, um, and that one is like a series of all different beiges and browns with a pop of turquoise that reminds me so much of my my mother-in-law who, by the way, she's from Albuquerque, New Mexico. She loves her some turquoise. Um, it reminds me so much of her. I'm contemplating buying that one as well and whipping that up. Um, and uh, there's just so many. There's one called Cookie Tin, I want to say. It's Cookie Tin. And that one is um, Christmas colors. So there's so many different colorways. There's there's something – there truly is something for everybody um, in the amount of options they gave. Uh, so I bought it as a full package. I believe you can just buy the pattern. Um, but I bought the full package of fabric and pattern. And I actually bought it from an um, independent quilt shop. Uh, which you could do. You could also buy it. I, I want to say they're selling it at like Fat Quarter Shop and you could just buy the whole thing, like a whole quilt kit, like a normal quilt kit. But I bought it through a local quilt shop. And so by doing that, I actually signed up to be a part of the sew along, which means the first week of every month, I get a portion of the fabrics needed for the blocks, um, for the the quilt top. And then I get directions for a specific set of blocks that need to be completed that month. And that's it. There's some scraps, which is nice because you get some cool scraps in there. Um, but you are definitely uh, just getting a, a limited amount of, of material. And what I loved about this particular sew-along was that the it's a sampler-style quilt, meaning – all of the blocks are different. They're even different sizes and shapes. So there's a lot of visually interesting changes. And I was worried with a sew along. What I've noticed about myself, if it's not a really fast quilt pattern like um, Emily Dennis's Fat Quarter Dash, great quilt pattern, awesome for something that you want to whip up really quickly. But if it's not something fast like that and there's a lot of repetition – um, I get bored. And then I stop making the quilt, and then I've got a lot of uh, UFOs, unfinished objects, hanging around my craft room. So that was part of the reason why I chose it. It's a lot of different styles. I also love that it was a lot of different techniques. And so it wasn't just a bunch of stars. There are definitely star blocks, but there are courthouse steps and log cabins. Um, there are nine patches. And I mean, just everything you could possibly think of is in this quilt. And I, I'm here for it. And it's huge. The first block I did, which this is the only block that's of this size, but the first block for the first month uh, measured out at 36 inches by 36 inches, which is gigantic. So this is going to be a quilt, a uh, queen size quilt for sure. I'm still not 100% on the dynamic, on the dimensions. It actually might be a king size. I'm not sure, but it's huge. Um, and because of that, it's also really cost effective. I was really surprised at the price of this uh, sew along. Um, it's a whole year. So it's running. It was supposed to run January to December, but it actually started in February because like with everything else, thanks COVID, it production was delayed a little bit. But um, I, I believe I'm only paying $16 a month, including shipping. 
for this. So this is also awesome caveat with sew alongs. This is also an awesome way for you to invest in quality fabrics, really high-end quilt patterns, and to do it slowly over time. Most of us wouldn't bat an eyelash over $15 or $16 a month, but it can be hard to stomach going to a quilt shop and dropping $200. And I totally understand that. And that's why this is a great option for you. So keep that in mind as well. So that is the one that I am crushing. I'm doing an awesome job with. I love it. I highly suggest you look into it. And I think I'm probably going to buy a second kit. It is the, my favorite color is Moda Quilt Along. And it is featuring Bella Solids. So it's all solid fabrics. Um, And I'm just, I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. And if you want to see some of those, Instagram.com slash Nicole Gilbert Quilts, you'll be able to see some of it. Okay, so that's the first one. That's my jam. Second one that I am moderately keeping up with. I'm a couple weeks behind. um, And this is also a timing thing too. So the second one is the Riley Blake Designs Block Challenge. And this is actually a weekly um, sew-along. So where the Moda sew-along is once a month, you're receiving all of the items. The Riley Blake block design is once a week you're receiving a new pattern. So it's totally free, which awesome. You provide your own fabrics and you just print out the pattern that is released every Tuesday. Um, and again, I will link to this one uh, because you can catch up whenever you want. I mean, I'm three weeks behind. So I know I tried to say two weeks, but let's be honest, uh, 12 hours from now, I will not have completed those two blocks. So I am now three weeks behind. Um, <laughs> uh, and it's cool. So here's my my thing with this one. I think that I'm behind for a couple reasons. Those blocks are really easy to put together. They're great because they are different, which is why I chose them. All the blocks have different are designed by different designers, and they utilize different skill sets um, and uh, are really cool. Now, this is a free pattern, and some free patterns are better than others. And you'll notice when you go through these block challenges, some of these blocks are cooler than others. Not that any of them are bad because none of them are bad, but there is a different, definite difference in cool factor with some of the blocks. And that may or may not have cooled me a little bit because it's like, oh, this is awesome. I love it. And then the next week you're like, yeah, I guess I'll do that. That's cool. I'll, I'll do that one too. Cool. And it's just you don't have the same like jazzy feeling about it. Also, and this is on me and how I chose to do it, um, I've had this stack of fat quarters knocking around in my stash forever. Um, I don't know where I got them. Uh, I'm going to assume they were probably gifted. One cool thing is that everyone in my family knows that I love this, so I will get Lots of little fat quarter bundles and stuff stuffed into my Christmas stocking or, you know, whatever. So this one, I will say, not my favorite. Um, And I didn't – I don't dislike it because I chose it. I mean, like, I picked it out of my fabric stash and I was like, okay, that's cool. Um, But now that I'm actually using it, I'm like, hmm, 
kind of vanilla. So you mix my kind of vanilla fabric choice, which is totally my own fault because I'm the one who chose that. Um, and then every once in a while, some of the blocks are not that exciting to me. And again, personal preference. Some of the ones that I find not exciting, you might think are super cool to each his own. All that to be said, those things have mixed together and are probably part of the reason why I'm a couple weeks behind. Also, the fact that it comes out weekly. The blocks are super easy to put together. It never takes me more than a couple hours tops to put together one of these blocks. It usually is like an hour or less. Um, But it's every week. Where the Moda one, it takes me like an afternoon to finish the blocks. But then I don't have anything coming for a month. And so by the time something comes in the mail again, I'm super jazzed all over again. And so that's something to keep in mind as well if you know yourself, if you know how you jump into things. I'm somebody who jumps in all in. And then I will think about whether I have the commitment or not. So the Moto one is spaced just far enough apart that I feel like I'm jumping in feet first to the the project all over again, and it's like fresh and new. The Riley Blake one, uh, because of how frequent it is, I can sometimes feel like stressed out and like, oh gosh, I got to do that. I'm still on that. Oh my gosh, I haven't even met the previous deadline. And really now that I'm three weeks behind, I'm just digging myself a deeper grave. So I learned quite a lot about myself in this process. Okay. And then the third sew along that I'm participating in that I can barely say that I'm participating in but for a good reason, um, is the Emily Dennis Fat Quarter Dash Sew Along. And so this kind of sew along is a little bit different, and I'm glad I'm doing all three because they're all vastly different types of sew alongs. This type of sew along is different because this is a sew along for a pattern release that Emily Dennis has designed. So Emily Dennis is the designer behind Quilty Love. I love her. I love her patterns. I have several of them. I'm obsessed. Obsessed. Um, she makes patterns for every level and they're just super dope. Anyway, so this fat quarter dash is actually a really simple pattern. If you're a good cutter and you are good at chain piecing, you can complete these blocks, the entire quilt top in an afternoon. I'm not kidding. Cause I did it. Um, I didn't piece together all of the blocks in an entire afternoon, in one afternoon, but I was able to make all 42 quilt blocks in one afternoon. So it's a super quick, um, I mean, the the word dash is in the title for a reason. Um, It's a super quick pattern uh, to do, and I I had a great amount of fun doing it, Um, but I didn't stick to the sew along at all. So the whole point of this was like she's using it as a promotional tool for her pattern, go her. Um, But I bought it like the day the pattern was released and she wasn't starting the sew along for like a week after um, the pattern was released. So I had a week and I looked at the thing and I was like, oh, that's cool. Oh, oh, I've got the perfect uh, fabric pull for that. Oh, I've got a couple hours. Let me just start cutting. And then before I knew it, I was like done. And so 
I've done the pattern, and technically I signed up for the solo long. I got the solo long email this morning, and I was like, oh, oh, I'm so past that part. Because, you know, she's walking you through picking your fabrics, cutting your fabrics. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm about to choose what, what quilt style I'm going to do to finish this thing. Um, so there's So there's that. So that's something to keep in mind as well. Um, so the Riley Blake sew along was the least investment for me because I was able to just pull it from my stash. The pattern was free, super easy. The Moda, my favorite color is Moda. Uh, sew along was definitely the largest ticket investment, but it still wasn't bad by any means. Also my favorite for what that's worth. Um, and then the Emily Dennis, um, I was out the price of the pattern itself. Um, and it may have just been all the stars aligned with my motivation and like my luteal phase or whatever, but for whatever reason, I finished it. All of that to say, I'm doing pretty good on my quilt eagle. Oh my gosh, thank goodness you guys love me because I am rambling. So, I think I've pretty solidly gone over my Quilty Goal update and kind of the different types of sew-alongs kind of came through with that. Um, What I will say, in essence, if you're still a little confused about what exactly is a sew-along, a sew-along is when uh, somebody comes out and it could be any sort of... It could be somebody like me who's a quilting instructor. It could be a quilt fabric designer. It could be a quilt pattern designer. Um, it could be an online shop like the Fat Quarter Shop. Um, all of these different avenues can do so long. So your local quilt shop will almost definitely participate either in one of these big national ones, like the my favorite color mo- is Moda one, or they'll create one on their own. Uh, So that's another avenue to find them. But what they are is um, a pattern is provided either for sale or for free um, as well as fabric, again, either for sale or you pick your fabric yourself. And over a series of weeks or months, portions of the pattern are released so that you can complete the quilt over time. Uh, different groups, different sew-alongs choose to add in the community factor in different ways. Um, the My Favorite Color is Moda um, quilt along as well as the Emily Dennis is heavily featured on Instagram. So every time, every stage, you're putting on a specific hashtag and then you're following that hashtag. You're seeing other people who are participating in the sew along. You're commenting. You're collaborating. Uh, you're asking questions. You're getting your questions answered. You're answering other people's questions. And it's a great way to create community, um, which is fantastic, especially in uh, the world post-Rona, if we can even call it that. Uh, there's like the before time and then there's the now. I guess we're in the now. Um, but anyway – um, it's a great way to do it. The Riley Blake one, I really like the community that the Riley Blake block challenge has created because what they did was they created a whole Facebook group just for this. And not that I'm saying that Emily Dennis or Moda don't have Facebook groups, um, but 
to my knowledge, they don't have a specific Facebook group just for this one sew along. Um, the Riley Blake one does have one just for this one particular sew along. Um, and I love that, you know, they post the pattern in there every Tuesday. Everybody immediately starts posting their um, blocks in the Facebook group. They ask questions about putting that block together. They post tips and tricks about something that they modified or changed um, and how that worked. Um, and I love that. I think that's wonderful. But I would say that's probably the biggest, best part about doing a sew along is that you get um, you get a sense of community. And especially for those of you who are not parts of quilt guilds, who do not have quilty besties, a sew along might be a great way for you to dip your toe in the quilting community and get get like a squad going. I'm I'm all about a squad. Um and so I know I've spoken about community in many different ways in many different times on this podcast, but this is also a great way to accomplish that. Um so so that's in a nutshell what a sew along is. Now, you know what to expect from a sew along. What I want you to think about when you're choosing a sew-along, and this is like my last thing, I swear, I know I've been like just rambling on. Um, I've noticed in these three sew-alongs in different types and different investments, I, it is not lost on me that the one with the highest ticket price is also the one that I'm still invested in. That's not lost on me, and that shouldn't be lost on you either. When you pay, you pay attention. I don't know who said it. I just know that I quote it, and I believe it to be true. Um, And I I just think it's so true. When you pay, you pay attention. And so I think that there's potentially a higher quality pattern, maybe, potentially. Um, I think that there is – definitely ease because I'm not I'm not doing any fabric pulls myself they're literally to my door silver platter here are your fabrics cut them up and sew them back together please um and I and I love it so I want you to really think about who you are as an individual um and look and see what are the types of community if you're never going to hang out on Instagram but you're really looking for community don't do a sew along that follows itself with a hashtag do a soul along that has a facebook group they exist riley blake block challenge is a a great one to do um i will also say um i want you to think about where you are in your quilting journey as far as your skills are you a beginner are you an advanced beginner are you an intermediate are you an expert an aficionado if you will Um, and then whatever you think you are, choose what at least one step further than where you're at. Um, so I will say all of my students who go through the Modern Quilters Academy, when they are done, they are advanced beginners, which I love to shout from the rooftops because so many of these people are like, I legit had no idea how to wind my bobbin. And then they're like, 
doing advanced beginner intermediate level patterns. And they're amazed because I do a so I started to sew along with one of my classes right after. Um, and they were like, Nicole, we are not prepared for this. This is this quilt is upper level and we're not there yet. I was like, I taught you everything. Calm down. I know it looks crazy, but calm down. And that second week, they were like, holy cow, we know how to do all of this. I was like, told you so. Um, but I think it's really important, especially with the sew alongs that are like samplers. Part of the reason why I chose the Moda one, one, it was my jam. It came in my colors. But two, it was a sampler of so many different styles, so many different angles. Um, And I love that. I want to challenge myself. And while I knew or I know, rather, because I'm still in the middle of it, how to do everything that they're asking me to do, there are quite a few techniques that I could be better at. That's why I chose that pattern. Always be learning, always be getting better. I don't suggest this in November when you're trying to crank out your quilts for Christmas. That is not the time to master a new technique. That is the time to get some dash quilts in and crank them out and everybody will love them. Because on the flip side of that, most of the people who will receive your quilts will, as gifts, will love them because you made them and will have no idea about the time and investment you put into making it. So don't, don't break your back unless it's like, you know, you want some sort of heirloom style quilt. That's a whole nother story. But when it comes to these things where you're like enriching your skills and like, you can look at this thing and be like, I made that. Do you see that? That's me. That's me. You see that quilt tag right there? That's my name. Find something that you think is flipping cool. Like, just go for it. There's no quilt police. I mean, there's quilt police. Believe me, there's Karens in every realm. But um, I won't give them your name or number. So go have fun. Enjoy yourself. Whew. Okay. And that's really all I want you to look for in a sewing along. I want you to make sure that something that's financially feasible for you and there is something in every price point, so don't you worry. I want you to make sure that the time commitment that you are putting in, um, both the length of the sew-along as well as the frequency of the sew-along is something that you can commit to and something that jives with your crafty habits. Um And three, I want you to make sure that you are choosing something that is either pushing your limits or exceeding your limits skill-wise so that you can come out of it the other side of Better Quilter. That is what I want you to think about. Okay, guys. I swear. I'm done. All right. You have just finished another episode of the Stop Scrolling, Start Sewing podcast. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. To catch up on today's episode and all past episodes, head over to themodernculturecircle.com slash podcast and make sure you never miss an episode by hitting subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Now stop scrolling and start sewing. <laughs>